Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in Devils news, analytics, and opinion. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked on Devils on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Okay, so I'm starting a new thing here on Locked on Devils where you can send me your own comments, concerns about the team, and questions. You can email me at lockedondevils at gmail.com or tweet me at Locked on Devils. I'll be doing a little mailbag segment every week. The first one this week will be Friday, so make sure you get your questions and everything in. Alrighty, so today's episode is going to be a bit of a preview for the Devils uh, Lightning game, and then tomorrow's episode will come tomorrow night after the Devils play the Lightning. Um, So today I wanted to talk about the lines in practice as they have changed. Um, I also wanted to do a little preview um, like players to watch, who I think is going to score, um, goaltending matchup, as best as I can considering we don't have a starting goaltender yet for tomorrow's game. Um, but I wanted to take a look at the goaltenders for Tampa Bay as well as the two goaltenders for the Devils and just compare and contrast them a little bit. Um, so let's get right into the show, shall we? So today's lineup looks like this. First line, Hall, Hughes, Palmieri, no change there. Second line, Zaka, Heeshear, Bratt, bit of a change there. Uh, third line, Coleman, Zajac, Simmons. Fourth line, Wood, Rooney, Hayden, with Gusev and Boakfist uh, rotating in. The uh, defensive pairings are Severson and Subban. Green and Vatanen, Butcher and Tennyson, and Mueller is rotating in. Again, we don't have a starting goaltender, so both Schneider and Blackwood were in practice today. So let's talk about the lines, shall we? Um, I think that putting Bratt back in the lineup is smart. Taking Gusev out of the lineup might not be as smart. I think Gusev needs to play in order to get used to North American style of hockey, uh, NHL style of hockey. Um, I I think he needs to play uh, in order to get better. And yeah, he might not be the best right now, but neither is that fourth line. So I don't see the purpose of taking him out of the lineup when he's, you know, a decent player and he's only getting better. Um, some other thoughts about the lineup. I just, I don't see why he's keeping that fourth line in. Um, especially when they've made such crucial mistakes leading to goals, uh, this past game. Um, maybe they'll mess up again tonight and that'll be it. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that even if they mess up tonight, Coach Hines is going to be like, nah, they're fine. (laughs) I don't understand what he's doing with that fourth line. He has people who can produce, like like Boakvist, and he's keeping him out of the lineup. I just, I don't get it. Um, that third line um, is the old second line. Uh, it just got moved down a line. Um, 
and I think they've been actually pretty good. Um, I haven't been disappointed in that third line, now third line. Um, I think Simmons, I've been saying this for a few days now, I think he's due for like his first NA, his first Devils goal, not NHL goal, his first goal with the Devils. I think he's due for that, and once he does, everything's going to open up for him, and he's just going to start scoring like crazy. Um, he's been generating a lot of chances, and he's been kind of in his office in front of the net, getting shots on goal, getting some really close, almost goals, that it's just bound to happen for him soon. I think it happens for him against Tampa Bay. So now I'm going to compare the defensive pairings from last game to the defensive pairings that were put in practice today. So the defensive pairings last game were Severson and Subban, which has stayed the same, Green and Vitanen, which stayed the same, um, Butcher and Tennyson, which is now, or it was Mueller Tennyson, now it's Butcher Tennyson, um, and then it was Butcher Carrick as the fourth, and Mueller is now the the, the last uh, rotating guy in because Carrick is out with a broken finger. I think Connor Carrick doesn't give get as much credit as he deserves. I think that he's a good defensive defenseman. I think I said this on yesterday's show too. Um, I really believe that when he's on the ice, he makes his presence known. Um, and I think that it's going to be a hit. Even if he's only played a few games for the Devils uh, this season, I think have having not having that option of Carrick anymore is still going to take a little bit of a hit to the team. Um, so that first pairing of Severson and Subban, I mean, I don't know. I kind of felt like they've been making some mistakes lately. I feel like they've been making some like stupid little mistakes that first pairing defensemen, first whatever, they shouldn't be doing it. This is what I'm getting at. They should not be making the mistakes that they're making. Overall, I don't mind the defensive pairings. I just think that they need to be a little bit better overall. Like I think that the defenders need to be stronger and cleaner and it's nothing against the pairings, I don't think. I think it's more the players just need to be a little bit smarter with the puck. All right, so now I want to talk a little bit about the fact that the Devils are going to be playing more consistently because Taylor Hall said something today in the post-practice interview about how there is going to be good for them to get into a routine and to be playing consistently because there's only so much action you can feel in practice. I completely agree with that. I think this is going to be a benefit for the Devils. I think that having so many days in between games lately has been kind of a hindrance for them. I feel like it isn't like the best thing because then you don't get in that groove. You don't, you kind of just feel stuck in a way. So having this uh, ability to be playing consistently is going to be helpful for them. Um, I think that it's going to be a big game changer. And once they kind of find their groove, they're gonna they're gonna really get into it and makes make a difference in the division. Alrighty, now let's talk about the Lightning. 
The Lightning right now are 5-3-2 against the Devils, who are 2-5-2. So that's a big difference between the two teams, but I don't think that that's going to really come into play. I don't think that that's like a big, like, oh, the Lightning have like three more wins than the Devils, so they're automatically going to win, you know? Like... I don't. I just. I just say the uh, the records right now, just to get an idea of where each team stands. Not because I think um, that's the end all be all for the game. So I kind of want to talk about players to watch for the Lightning. Um, obviously, Nikita Kucherov and Victor Hedman are the two that I'm gonna be talking about. Um, within the last five games, Victor Hedman has five points. Within the last five games, Nikita Kucherov has four assists. Um, Now, don't get me wrong, with the last five games, Jack Hughes also has five points. Um, Sammy Vertanen has three assists. So the the last five games aren't too uh, drastically different between the two teams. I don't know. Victor Hedman, in general, is kind of an insane player. He's 6'6", 229 pounds, and he has two goals, seven assists, totaling nine points in 10 games played so far. Um, And then you get Nikita Kucherov, who is 5'11", 180, so he's drastically smaller than uh, Hedman. Uh, But he has three goals, seven assists, totaling... 10 points out of 10 games played. So, I don't know. Those two are, like, the two to watch for me. They are the two most, like, lethal, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, They're the two... They're the two to watch out for. They're the two to really block when they're on the puck, really stay on those guys. They're the two that you got to really look out for. However, they do have other players on their team that are really good. Um, Just those two are kind of like my two to really look out for going into this game Um, because I think that they're going to be the two to do the most damage if the Devils let them. Now, I want to go into the fact that the Lightning are playing a back-to-back. Because they're playing a back-to-back, They are playing the Rangers tonight, Tuesday night, um, and then they will be playing the Devils on Wednesday night. Um, I think that this could be good for us because they might, depending on what goaltender they play tonight, depending on, um, you know, how exhausted the guys get, like back-to-backs can be hard no matter who you're playing. No matter what team you are, back-to-backs can be a little bit of a hindrance to the team. So I think that this could be a benefit to the Devils. I think that they can take advantage of the fact that the Lightning have played the night before. Um, I don't know. I I think that this might be good for us. And something else about the Lightning playing a back-to-back, I think that that will allow us to really uh, set the pace and set the tone of the game. Like I said last week, I think it's very important for the Devils as a team to be able to do that. I think that they need to set the tone 
and really set the pace. As I just said, I'm sorry. Um, I think that that's important. Like, they need to get their confidence up right away. They need to have confidence going into the game. They need to score an early goal, and they need to continue that momentum. They can't fall back onto a lead. They can't fall back because they think that they have, you know, they have to play defensively or something. No, they need to continue the momentum. And I think that with the Lightning coming off a back-to-back and the Devils coming off of a few days of rest, they're going to be able to really set the tone for the game and really play their game. So now to get into the goalies for the Lightning and the Devils. Um, The two goalies for the Lightning are Andre Vasilevsky and Curtis McElhaney. Obviously, the two Devils goaltenders are... Mackenzie Blackwood and Corey Schneider. So right now, Vasilevsky's record is 5-2-0. His goals against average is 2.99. His save percentage is 0.907. That's pretty good, (laughs) Um, to say the least. Vasilevsky is notoriously a very good goaltender. Um, So he's going to be, if he's in goal for the Devils, against the Devils, um, he's going to be kind of the one to beat. He's going to be obviously the one to beat because you want to be the goalie, but I mean, he's going to be somebody that is going to create a big uh, obstacle for the Devils to deal with. Um, I have a feeling that because the Devils are last right now in the division, we will see Curtis McElhaney instead of Andre Vasilevsky. Um, the the New Jersey Rangers aren't much ahead of the Devils. Um, That's who the Lightning are playing tonight, Tuesday night. Um, However, I feel like they might go with the better goaltender against the seemingly better team right now in the standings. Um, So let's get into Curtis McElhaney then. His goals against average is 3.30. His record is 0-1-2, so he doesn't have a win on the season yet. And his save percentage is 0.915. Now, if we are comparing both these goaltenders to our goaltenders, um, McElhaney against Schneider, who also doesn't have a win on the season, his record is 0-3-0. His goals against average is 4.09, so that's almost an entire point more. And his save percentage is 0.876. Uh, Blackwood, his record is 2-2-2, so that's fun. Uh, His goals against average is 3.31, which is not too much higher than Vasilevsky's. And then the save percentage for him is 0.871. I know these are a lot of numbers, so I'm just going to humanize this now. Um, Mackenzie Blackwood, compared to Andre Vasilevsky, is... He's just slightly... Vasilevsky is just slightly better on paper than Mackenzie Blackwood. Um, He has a better record. He has better goals against average and better save percentage. Um, However, it's not by too, too much. Whereas Curtis McElhaney and Corey Schneider, um, it is by a considerable amount. Um, But that's also because Corey Schneider is 0-3-0 right now. 
that's just his record for the season. It's not his record forever, you know. Um, so, I don't know. I think that if we start Blackwood against McElhaney, which I would do if I were Coach Hines, um, I feel like that may be a more even um, setup and a more... Um, more reason for us to win kind of giving us a little bit of not an upper hand but like setting us up for success you know now for fun let's take a look at the devils like players to watch because i know i looked at the lightning players to watch because we know the devils but why not look at the devils players to watch um so kyle palmieri uh, has three goals, one assist, totaling four points in nine games. Uh, Taylor Hall has one goal, six assists, seven points in nine games. And he also is the team leader in points. Um, Taylor Hall, I think, uh, has had a lackluster start to the season, but I think that that's going to be turning around for him soon. Um, just like I think it's going to turn around for Wayne Simmons, I think that it's going to turn around for Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall's too good of a player to have a whole lackluster season. There's a reason he went first overall. Like, he's a good player. He just has been playing not the best hockey of his career. Um, and it's the beginning of the season. They've had a very strange schedule to get started with. Um, and the team as a whole didn't play that great the first few games. So now that the team's starting to play more cohesively, and now that Taylor Hall's starting to find um, a bit of a groove, um, I think that that is going to really allow him to step up and become a really crucial player for the Devils. Um, I think that it's great that he's on a line with Jack Hughes. The other night, I did not think that that was going to be a really good decision. Um, I think, still think that taking um, Taylor Hall and Nico Heashier apart is not the smartest idea because they are so good together. Um, but putting him with Jack Hughes, I think Jack Hughes really is finding his confidence and becoming you know, that first overall that we drafted. Um, so I think that putting them together, putting, you know, we're just swapping out one first overall for another because we have three of them, which is huge. Um, I think that swapping one out for the other um, has been pretty good for both Jack and Taylor Hall. I think that it's kind of given the first line a different pace. Um, and granted, we have only had one game to see this, but Coach Hines must see something in it to keep it for tomorrow's game um, and to keep it in practice for the past few days. So um, I I don't know. I think that uh, Taylor Hall with Jack Hughes is kind of going to push him a little bit more, if that makes sense. Um, I can't explain why I think that, um, like, it's not like I think that Jack Hughes is going to push him to be better because he's threatened by him or something. I think that he's going to push him to be better because Taylor Hall is a leader. That's the type of person he is. And he wants to show Jack Hughes the ropes. Like, there's a reason he wanted Jack Hughes' stall to be next to him in the locker room. So I think that Taylor Hall 
um, being on a line with Jack Hughes is just going to push him to be an overall better player and kind of push Jack Hughes as well to be uh, to step up to being a first-line um, player, first-line center. Now, really quick, I want to talk about Nico Heeshier, who has seven goals and two assists, which, you know, that's not too shabby. Um, and he was out for, like, two games, and he still has those numbers. That's pretty good, um, to say the least. Um, I think Nico Heeshier is going to thrive on any line he's put on. Um, I think that with the line he's put on uh, for tomorrow's game with uh, Zaka and Brat, I think that that's going to be a good line. You guys know, uh, if you've been listening to all of these podcasts, that I like Pablo Zaka. I think he's a good player. I think he can really be a consistent player, and he deserves the ice time that he's been getting. Um, I think that Brat back in the lineup is going to be kind of the push that uh, Heeshier and Zaka need. Um, with Gusev, as much as I like him and think that he deserves a spot in the lineup, I think that he kind of was hindering the line a bit. Um, he was pulling them back because they had to be so responsible with the puck to cover up for Gusev. Um, whereas I think Brat is a little bit smarter with the puck um, and a little bit more developed in the NHL. So I think that that line's going to be pretty good. Heeshier, as always, is really good. Um, and that's about it for me today, guys. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast, as always. Please don't forget to email me, tweet me, uh, any questions, comments, concerns about the team because that mailbag is going to be Friday. Um, and yeah, be sure to follow me on Twitter, JK underscore Kender, K-E-N-D-E-R. Follow Locked on Devils on Twitter. Uh, follow Locked on Devils on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and go Devils! <laughs>